0: WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.
1: Hello, everybody. This is WVUA 90.7 FM, The Capstone, and welcome to episode number 44 of the Full Court Press Podcast. My name is Jamie Martinez, and I'm joined by just Alex Chasen today. Nick is off at work doing some busy, busy things, but just wait for the weekend. We'll be all right. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at FCP Podcast underscore UA and on TikTok at
0: FCP underscore Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Before we jump into Denver and all their news, before we jump into the Miami Heat and uh, the disappointment of the Boston Celtics, let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. They have come down to a few finalists for their head coaching job. That being Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, Doc Rivers, King's assistant. Jordy Fernandez, and Suns assistant, Kevin Young. Jamie, if you had to pick any of those guys, who would it be? I'll give my take after. I'm just curious to see where your he head's at with this because I think it was dumb to get rid of Monty in the first place. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, getting rid of Monty in the first place was just a stupid decision. The winning M- winningest coach in the NBA since he was hired. So getting rid of him in the first place was stupid in my opinion. But out of the candidates here, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, Doc Rivers – uh, Jordy Fernandez and Kevin Young I'm gonna go Nick Nurse obviously he's the most experienced guy there and with all the vets they have I think they want a coach with championship winning experience and Nurse brings that to the table given he did have Kawhi Leonard for that run but now he's got KD Chris Paul Devin Booker all these pieces to win a championship I think Nick Nurse is the obvious choice here Frank Vogel to me is just not a good decision um he was low-key carried by LeBron in that Lakers 2020 run so I wouldn't it's go him Kawhi, though You could say that, but I don't know. Nick Nurse was a coach of the year without Kawhi, too. I mean, he led the Raptors to a great season right after he left. And then uh, Doc Rivers would be the worst. Jordy Fernandez would be smart. Kevin Young would be good, too. But I think if you want experience and title winning,
0: uh, Nick Nurse is the pick. Yeah, if they want to stay in-house, then obviously Kevin Young would be the way to go. I'm honestly leaning to Doc Rivers. I just think he dealt with the big three in Boston. and That was many different personalities. Kevin Garnett, the biggest personality of them all, and then you got Paul Pierce who's kind of in the middle, than Ray Allen who's very quiet, and then you also have Rajon Rondo who's just like an attitude, so he had to deal with a lot of different things, and I think he would deal well with someone like Kevin Durant who's just kind of very, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, he does have a big attitude mostly with his quarter fingers, but he does have a big attitude, and then you got to deal with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton who we don't really know what's going to happen there, so I think Doc Rivers has dealt with it on a championship level multiple attitudes, and I think that might be a good fit for Phoenix. Just looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. Merris and Frank Vogel will be fine or the other two guys, but just for that perspective and just kind of knowing what Kevin Durant is like and also just everything else going on with Booker and Aiden, I just think Doc Rivers wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah.
1: I mean, my thing with Doc Rivers is his decision-making we've seen in the past multiple times. um, He's been a main reason why teams lose. He was the main reason Tim Duncan didn't go to Orlando to team up with Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill. He's the one that denied uh, Duncan's parents from going on flights. And then he was not the main person to blame for Philadelphia's um, kind of mishaps. But he's not 100%, you know, out of there. There was a reason he was fired. So uh, just from what we've seen in the past, I don't know if Doc Rivers is the way to go. Nick Nurse was fired on questionable um, circumstances. So
0: we don't know why he was
1: fired. So I I think Nick Nurse is my guy, but Doc Rivers wouldn't be
0: the worst either. NBA coaches, I think we can agree on this, have the shortest leash. Like, you could say, like, yeah. questionable circumstances for every single coach that's been fired this season. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I think the only one that might be, like, sure is Doc Rivers just because yeah. he's kind of been, like, always, like, they've never really done well with him, and they just blew mm-hmm. a lead. Other than that, though, I don't get Frank Vogel, obviously, last season. Uh, I don't get Nick Nurse. I don't know. Good question. So moving on, Steve Nash, who, as we know, was fired from Brooklyn like what, 16, 20 games into the season? Yeah. This- has interviewed with the Toronto Raptors. Is he going be to be going back home? Because he's from Toronto, he's not from Toronto, but he's from Canada. Is he going to be going back home? I don't know. I thought that'd be a good decision. I don't know. Uh, I
1: would, but I just feel like with so many other candidates and we've seen Steve Nash fail, you had all of that going on in Brooklyn, right, so much talent.
0: He- Good. Maybe he'd be better with, like, a rebuilding young team because maybe not good with stars like you were about to say, like with Kevin Durant, yeah. Hardy, Harden, the whole group there. But maybe he'd be good with a young team if they try to, like, trade for that third pick with Portland we talked about before. Yeah. I, don't know.
1: I was going to say, just because um, they have a team to not – I'm not going to say contend because they're not there yet, but they have a good enough team to make a decent run in the playoffs. So – I think if they do want to blow it up, Steve Nash would be a good person to go rather than a Monty Williams, who is probably a win now type of coach. So, I mean, if you want to go rebuild mode, I would go all in on Steve Nash just because he can drill some of his knowledge into all those younger guys uh, from a playing standpoint, not necessarily from a coaching standpoint. So if you want to rebuild, Steve Nash is the guy. But if you're looking to contend like the Raptors said they have, um, I could see a Monty Williams higher or
0: somewhere else. I don't know. After last night's Celtics win, and if they can continue to roll on this, maybe Joe, Joe Mazzulla is safe. But I was maybe. calling her head being down 3-0, and all Celtics fans, I think it was the first time everyone in Celtics Nation agreed on firing a coach at any moment. But, I mean, we'll get into that later because I don't think it's You're just – You calling much. for Jason Tatum too. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. Big hustle, man. We'll, and Jalen Brown, don't worry. We'll get into that later. I think it's more their fault than Joe's. But point being, if, let's say, Joe gets fired, what would you like to see? As well as any of these coaches, who do you think would be the best fit? I was hearing Doc, but no way, don't even go there. No. obviously he's been here. We know the whole story, but he left on kind of bad terms with ownership. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, if you guys went uh, the opposite way of Missoula,
1: obviously there's Monty Williams. Um, it sucks Udoka got taken off the market so quick because I think he would have been another good candidate to bring back.
0: Bring him back though. Yeah, I get it with all
1: of the the bad blood, I guess, but uh, I just think with losing him would have I mean that sucks just from a free agency capacity. And then there's also the Nick Nurses. Jordi Fernandez is really good assistant for the Kings. Um Kenny Atkinson is another big one. So it's not like there's no more people after you know firing Missoula. You guys have plenty of options. I like Monty Williams or Kenny Atkinson, those two.
0: See, I want to go with Monty Williams because a former player. Yeah. So that's what they seem to like or seem to relate to. Granted, Joe Mazzula never reached the NBA or he'd still be in it because he's only 34 years old, but he played college basketball. Yudoka had like a very low level NBA career, but he still made mm-hmm. it. I think They relate more to those guys that have been in their shoes. So that's why if I were to pick one it'd probably Monty Williams, obviously Doc played in the NBA, but we're, we're not even going to go there. But yeah, Monty Williams, I think that's where I would go. He has the respect, I think, of everyone in the NBA, former player. So he can kind of relate to Brown, Tatum, been there, done that. Nick Nurse wouldn't be bad. I just – it's I need to see him on another team. Because, yeah, he won a championship year one, but then they never really did anything after that. And, again, it's not just Kawhi. Kawhi definitely was the main reason to that. It was a whole group effort. But, he, you know what I mean? As a mm-hmm. rookie coach winning a championship, I got to see you do more after that. So, I don't know if he'd be a yeah. good – Yeah, I feel you. Moving on, though, to just some other news. Carmelo Anthony retires after 19 NBA seasons. Should be 20, but, no, he didn't get picked up. Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement a couple of days ago. Obviously one of the greatest players of all time. 10-time All-Star, 2012-13 scoring champ, six-time All-NBA, 03-04 All-Rookie, obviously on the NBA 75-anniversary team. And his career stats were 22 points per game, six rebounds, three assists, shot almost 45% from the field on, like, on his career, 36% from three on his career. One of the greats to never win a championship. See, I'd say right now he's probably top – 35 38 all time? I I would say probably top 35. I don't know if I could put him under 30 just cuz he never won a championship.
1: Yeah, I would need to see a list of players, but off the top of my head that sounds around where I'd put him too. Yeah, I think I'd put him between 30 and 35. I cuz Yeah. Yeah. But the only but person- He's definitely one of the greatest to never win a ring cuz he's up there with the Iversons and and all them. So, uh I think his career from no, his career, I think, is a little overshadowed because, you know, he was one of the greatest scorers of all time, but he was playing at the same time as the Durants, the Kobes, the the LeBron James. So without a lot of those superstars, Carmelo Anthony is very under uh, underappreciated, especially for his time in New York and Denver. So he's easily one of the all-time greats, easily one of the guys uh, who deserves a ring. Uh, he recently said in that little promo video he's at peace with not winning a ring. He said he won the time that... He shook David Stern's hand, uh, back in 2003 when he was drafted. So, uh, you know he's spitting bars too. So I'm I'm real cool with Carmelo Anthony, the real Mellow, not love Mellow. So, uh, Anthony deserves all the praise. Definitely one of the all-time greats.
0: The I think the only player I can put in my top under 30, like top 25 ish, is Russell Westbrook if he ever wins a ring. Yeah, probably. He won an MVP, triple-double champ like we know mm-hmm. that story. Yeah. What are the Nuggets going to do with 15? You see on my wall over there, I got the Jokic jersey 15. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're going to retire 15 in Denver for Carmelo. But do you think Jokic will keep wearing it? Cuz or like cuz they're obviously going to retire Jokic's number. What do you think? Yeah. know. Oh, I've been thinking about that.
1: I think it's going to be a dual retirement. So maybe they hold off on retiring Carmelo's 15 by the time they want to retire Jokic's 15 and they that have was, like a dual, gonna like dual ceremony. Huh? Ella's going
0: to be like 55
1: okay i mean there's been some players who have had to wait so yeah uh, he could wait a little bit i'm sure he'll get retired by new york before he does denver mm-hmm. so i mean in the meantime he can get retired by new york and then have to wait a little bit for Jokic to retire
0: and then they got to have like a little dual dual ceremony so right. it's disrespectful to do like a dual one because like yes at this point Jokic has done a lot more for denver i mean they're in the finals Yeah, two-time mvp carmelo never did that but i feel like carmelo means more to denver
1: I think it depends on the respect between both players. So if Carmelo has respect for Jokic, Jokic has respect for Carmelo. So I think if those two are cool with doing it, then I think it should go. But I mean, it, like, if Carmelo doesn't like Jokic for some reason, then I would just do two separate ceremonies. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure if they do retire Car- Carmelo Anthony's number before Jokic is done, they'll let him keep wearing it. Bye. And then once Jokic is done, 15 has gone.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. Are you ready to get into the playoffs? Because I got a lot to say. Let's get it. So we'll start Let's off with the Lakers and Nuggets. That ended in a sweep, as we all know. The Nuggets swept the Lakers, which I was surprised. Put the by. booms out. Yeah, yeah. I-, I picked the Nuggets in seven. Mm-hmm. So I thought they were going to win, but it- a sweep. I thought the Lakers were going to continue their grabbing a couple games on the road, but no, they. The thing is, though, I said this before. The Lakers, honestly, if you look at each. <laughs> the Lakers could have won 4-0 or right now the series could be 2-2 or 3-1 Lakers, 3-1 Denver, whatever it could be. Mm-hmm. Because every game, even the first one it was a blowout, but then the Lakers came back in the end and only lost by like eight points. Every game was close, especially games two to four. They could have gone either way. Like I said, the Lakers could have this series tied. The Lakers could have swept this series themselves. I just think what, mm-hmm. what Denver won, because obviously and Murray came out in the clutch. They continued their big performances. So I think that was the biggest reason. And a lot of Lakers role players didn't show up.
1: Yeah. Um, I can see where you're coming from. I'm just going to say real quick, when we did our predictions, uh, I was the closest. I said Nuggets in six. Uh, Nick said Lakers in seven. So uh, I'm going to take my my kudos there. But, I mean, you can't really take anything away from the Nuggets. They played spectacular. And the reason they won all four games is because they were able to play keep away from the Lakers. They were able to maintain a lead despite all the games being close. Um, They were extremely clutch. We all saw what Jokic was able to do game game four. Because the Lakers, for a good amount of that game, looked like they were about to take it to five. But Denver really stepped up. Because the first quarter I was watching, the first half, the Lakers just dominated. I mean, it's not like it showed up on the scoreboard. But, I mean, you could just tell by watching the game, the Lakers had that game in their hands at home. Huh?
0: LeBron out a thirty-one at half.
1: Yeah, exactly. They were killing it. Everybody, um, the shots weren't really falling uh, early in the game for Denver, but then they really switched it up at halftime. Denver was able to maintain a lead and sweep the Lakers at home in LA. So, I mean, huge kudos to the Nuggets. What I don't like to see though is Lakers getting so much media publicity, like on Instagram. Like when they got swept, all I'm seeing is Lakers swept, Lakers swept, Lakers swept. Uh, what does this do for LeBron's legacy? Nothing like Denver goes to the finals. First Denver finals appearance ever. Like I get the LA is such a big market team, but I feel like Denver needs more appreciation. Um, Coach Malone really called the media out in his press conference after game three on that saying like they need more recognition. And I don't know. I think Jokic has proved that he is one of, if not the best basketball player in the world today. Um, and I mean, shoot, maybe he maybe
0: he was the MVP this year. Well, it's like people like Nick. They're like, oh, the Nuggets are just a regular season team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What what can you say now? They made it to their finals, their first finals ever. I mean, that just like shuts that in their face, honestly. Mm-hmm. No offense, to anymore. Nick, but I, I thought the Nuggets were due. They were due yeah. to like prove the- everyone wrong. I'm happy for them. I'm actually really happy for him. I'm I'm very intrigued to
1: see how this NBA Finals go because I think Jokic is going to get his ring, but who knows if it's against Boston or Miami because right now, Boston, the way they're looking, it's it's scary. So I think this is a good point where we can move on and you can, you can rant a little.
0: I, okay, and I just wanted to talk about LeBron, though, real quick, then I want to okay. go. LeBron had 40 points, 10 rebounds <laughs> and 9 assists, 15 for 25 from the field in that elimination game. He tried to do it all, mostly in the first half. Second half only had 9 points. But I just want to ask this and don't worry, I'll have my time to rant. You think that was LeBron's last game? I don't think so, but he did. He was like a little wishy washy on his answer if he was going to come back. No. I just think he was in the heat of the moment after
1: getting swept at home. Like, oh, I don't know if I could do it anymore. I think it was more of a heat of the moment. He'll come to his senses and realize Bronny is so close to being in the NBA. He's like right at the edge of his career. He also said he still feels like he's in the top 95% of NBA players right now. So I think he's fine where he is. He's going to keep it going. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls like a Michael Jordan or a Rob Gronkowski in like a one-year retirement. Uh, Just chill out for a year. uh, Let your body heal. Keep practicing. Next year, once Bronny's up for the draft, uh, just go wherever you're a free agent and sign up wherever he goes. I just feel like that's a such a bad teammate. It, oh, it, it 100% is, but LeBron's proven to be not the greatest teammate. I mean, look what he said about Russell Westbrook. So, I mean, it's a LeBron thing to do. He's in it for the money, he's in it for the fame. Uh, I would not doubt it at any capacity
0: that, like, I could 100% see him retiring just for a year. I don't know. I don't see that happening because, I mean, it's just. It worked out for Gronk. Yeah, but it's just one year and he's, he's all load managed. So. <laughs> That's why I think he could take a year off and just heal his body up,
1: kind of get himself into the best shape possible at 40 years old and go out and play one year with Ronnie and then call it quits.
0: I'd rather just play play. because, I mean, he loves basketball. I would too. I've never seen someone play basketball so much. I don't think he would do that. Like, he loves basketball.
1: Yeah, I feel you. I don't think he – I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility um i don't think he'll do it either but i've seen a lot of stuff about it and i'm like shoot maybe it happens who knows it'd be kind of interesting though see
0: what la thinks about it maybe but all right all right it's Celtics time all right so uh, the Celtics are down three to one originally down 3-0 against miami heat and jamie if you have any like questions you want to prompt me with to like get me going or whatever just bring them up but let's let's talk about in um
1: game three in okay. miami Um, Miami runs away with it, and uh, I saw some of your insight on Jason Tatum right right after a a turnover or a made basket, showing off all of that hustle, all of that that grit and tenacity that he showed all season, getting back. Uh, What's
0: your opinion on on Jason Tatum so far? So if you can't tell through your ears, Jamie is being sarcastic there. there. So basically, I'm just watching Game 3 and Game 2, but Game 3 really hit it for me because It's do or die, basically. If you're down 3-0, it's very unlikely you're going to come back. They're still breathing, but anyway. Tatum, I forget the exact situation, but he just decides to not even really jog back back, back down the court. Like, the camera pans, and he's still not there. The camera's on offense for Miami, and he's still not there. All of a sudden, Tatum pops into the frame. He doesn't know where he's going. Jimmy Butler or someone passes it to Caleb Martin. Basically, a wide open three. Tatum just kind of... Moses his way over there, puts his arm up. Caleb Martin smacks a three. And I had it. I had to rewind it, take a video of it, and send it to Jamie and some of our friends with some just pissed off talk because, oh my, Tatum was like not even jogging. And the part that was just pissed me off the most, it's just like it's the camera. And the camera pans to like, you know, they're like going back and forth. The camera's on like the heat offensive possession. And it takes Tatum a good four seconds, which was way too long, to come into the frame. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really- I showed my
1: dad that video and he was laughing so hard because no, maybe- I mean he was he was yeah he was with you 100 like he he was just laughing so hard and then uh, I mean shoot you you sent into the group chat when he voted the Heat for Game One and yeah. you're like oh your dad's always wrong he's been right so far but uh like I showed him the video he was laughing Miami they have done everything and it's not like Jimmy Butler's taken over it's been everybody all those undrafted guys. I mean, Game Three, especially. You look at Gabe Vincent's twenty-nine points. Duncan Robinson's twenty-two. Caleb Martin has been the best player in the Eastern Conference Finals out of either team. C- Caleb Martin's been incredible, averaging twenty-something points a game. Bam bio has been fantastic. So it's not just Jimmy Butler, like a lot of people would have anticipated. Everybody's stepping up, and no matter what, like if the Celtics start winning every game and they push it to Game Seven. Tyler Hero might be on the, on the way back. So um, <laughs> yeah, Tyler Hero might be on the way back six man of the year. So I don't, I, you can't count the heat out, even with the way we saw Boston close out game, uh, well, game four.
0: They're up three, one. I mean, more like yeah.
1: you can't count Boston out. Yeah. You can't count Boston out. So uh, you can't count either of them out because Boston is the better way, superior team. They showed Boston basketball uh, in the second half of game four. Marcus Smart, hitting everything, Tatum hitting everything. Jalen Brown's been the one I've been a little skeptical on all series because he just has not been it, Um, not really hitting shots, especially game three. I was watching him uh, game two and three. It was just not a Jaylen, the Jalen Brown we're, we're used to seeing and obviously never anticipated Jason Tatum to be the greatest playoff performer. We knew that. But Jalen Brown surprised me. Uh, same with Al Horford. He hasn't really been the greatest. Um, But, I mean, at the end of game four – they showed what they're all about. And if they keep continue bringing that same that same energy, that same shot-making for the rest of the series, they could be in for another finals appearance, even down 3-0. So um, I'm, even down 3-0, I'm still not counting Boston out. But at the same time, the Heat, they're completely different. All those undrafted guys have been insane. And who knows what happens when Tyler Hero comes back. So it's going to be a very entertaining rest of the series.
0: See, last night was the first time I was like, okay – maybe these role players around Jimmy Butler are coming back down to earth. Because in the second half, they couldn't hit the ocean. Mm -hmm. They couldn't hit the – except Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin's the only exception. But every other role player couldn't hit the ocean if they tried. And that was the first time I found hope looking ahead that maybe these – because I've been posing the question these entire playoffs, especially coming to the Eastern Conference Finals, first round, second round. So far until last night, all these role players around Jimmy Butler have been lights out have been taking, have been stepping Mm -hmm. up big time, but they can't do that forever, right? At the end of the day, Gabe Vincent is Gabe Vincent. I I love him. He's killing it, but eventually he's going to fall back down to Gabe Vincent, which is pretty good. Or eventually Duncan Robinson's going to get cold and fall back down out of the rotation. Eventually it's going to happen. I'm just waiting for that to happen. And last night was my first glimpse of hope because this is the way I look at it. We were down 3-0 and mostly Boston's fault because at the end of the day, we should be up or it should be tied, whatever. It's our fault. But also on the other hand, these guys have been shooting unconsciously well. Mm -hmm. Our fault we can't close out on defense. Our fault they can't get their butts back on defense, like the whole Jason Tatum thing, Jalen Brown, all of them couldn't do it. That's all their fault. But again, they were shooting so unconscious that even when we were playing good defense at times, the ball was just going in their favor. So last night, we were playing great defense and the shots weren't falling as well for Miami. So it was the first time it gives me hope that maybe – Their shots aren't going to fall as well. And then Jimmy Butler also didn't have the – he hasn't had the best games, but he's just – he's the most dynamic team player. I love Jimmy Butler. I have no hate. I do too. He's incredible. Like, I think if Miami –
1: like Miami, everybody's been playing fantastic, except for one guy, and he has been so bad for every game despite them winning, and that's Kyle Lowry. Every single time I watch that man – Like, take a shot. I just know it's not going to go in because he takes a lot of open shots and misses a lot of open shots. Game three, when everybody was on fire, he was the one guy not hitting anything. Game four, he's the reason why I think they lost. He's 0 for 5 at one point. And by the time it's garbage time where the Heat are like, they're a little on fire. The crowd's back into it. They're only down 10, I think, with like eight minutes to go. So, I mean, the Heat are trying to amount a comeback. Kyle Lowry hits a garbage time layup everybody's like fired up. Oh man, we could do it. He comes back down. They get a they get a turnover. Lowry's coming down. He he drives up to the basket and in like typical Ben Simmons fashion, he's up for an open layup, passes it out completely backwards. Basically costs to heat the game, turns the ball over and Boston gets a wide open layup. And then he hits another garbage time three by the time the game's over. But he just is so he fouls a lot he doesn't hit open shots i mean he had a wide open mid-range when they were up three or four at one point completely bricks it uh he he just hasn't been the same kyle lowry we're used to seeing and i think that's why the heat need tyler hero back so bad so you don't have to have kyle lowry playing as much he has been demoted back down to the bench i believe i haven't has he been i don't think he's been yeah he hasn't been starting um yeah because uh i think gabe vincent's starting And so now you bring in Kyle Lowry to be your sixth man, and he just has not been able to do what Tyler Hero's been able to do. So I think Hero for Miami, if if Kyle Lowry's not going to perform, they need him back ASAP, especially for the finals. You're going to need Tyler Hero for the finals, if obviously they make it to that point. Um, But Kyle Lowry's been a sore thumb for the Heat.
0: Um, And if they lose the whole thing, I mean, I low-key know who I'm blaming. Just talking about the Heat, I was talking about the three-point percentage. I was just looking it up. They shot 25% last night from three yeah mm-hmm. that's, that's like that's what they were doing in the regular season though like around 30 you know 30 mm-hmm. percent they were the best shooting team so they kind of fell back down to earth last night which again like I, like I said before gives me a little bit of hope because i think tomorrow night in boston or i guess you guys already know the outcome listening to this because it comes out on friday but anyways i think friday night or not friday night thursday night thursday. in boston i think we're gonna blow them out i think because we're i'm not saying we're gonna win but listen because i think Blow them out as I think we're going to win like similar, like one by 17 points. I don't think it's gonna be like a 30 point blow, but I think we'll win by like 17, 18 points like we did last night. I just think we have the momentum. So we're going to start off. I think we're going to, when we're home, I think we're going to win it. And when it goes to game six in Miami, I think that's the one, I think that's where, if Miami's going to win the series, it's going to be game six. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If they're going to win the series, it's going to be there. And I think they might, I don't know. I'm obviously like holding the hope. But if it's going to happen, it's going to be game six. If it comes back to Mm. Boston for game seven, I mean, they could lose. They could lose it. They could lose tomorrow, too. I mean, Miami won the first two games in Boston. Exactly. We have a worse, I guess, home court advantage or for whatever reason, even though we have the loudest fans, it doesn't matter. But I think if Miami's going to win it, it's going to be game six. I just can't see them losing tomorrow, Boston. They have the momentum. They figured a few things out. They're shooting the Mm -hmm. ball amazingly. They shot 40% from three, 51% overall. But from the free throw line, they shot 66%. So imagine if they shot at the free throw line better. They they, probably would have won by 35 last night.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's Boston's game to lose tomorrow. I'd be extremely surprised if they lose. Um, It's game six that everybody's going to be tuning into because I feel like the Celtics win tomorrow. Game six in Miami, back in the home stadium of the Heat, that's when everybody's going to be going crazy in Miami. That's when the Heat have to capitalize because game seven in Boston is terrifying. There's yeah. no way. So
0: Miami yeah, mean, home court. Like mm-hmm. you look at the crowd. Exactly. After, after halftime. Everybody was the, gone game three. All the guys are going out to see yeah. the Miami women. They're they're leaving. <laughs>
1: exactly. And then uh in the what was it, the playing game against Atlanta I was watching, like half the crowd is there. It's not even it's nowhere close to full. So Miami does not have the best fans by any means. But I mean still it's pretty intimidating walking out and seeing the the all-white t-shirts everywhere. Um, and they get loud when it's clutch time. I mean, game three, that clou- crowd was electric. I mean, by the fourth quarter, everybody was gone, which isn't, you know, the coolest sight to see, but still, when it's on, it's on. And then uh, I was talking about Kyle Lowry being really bad. There's another player for the Heat that I forgot about that hasn't been good, and that's Cody Zeller. It is a pain to watch Cody Zeller play basketball sometimes just because he misses a lot of open shots that a lot of other centers would hit. I get guys like Rob Williams regarding him and uh, Al Horford who are good defenders, especially Rob Williams. But, I mean, Zeller makes a lot of mistakes that a, a lot of other centers shouldn't. So, I think the Heat, even if they win the finals, if they lose the Eastern Conference, win the Eastern Conference, whatever it is, they're going to make a big splash in free agency um, just because they have the money because they're not really paying a ton of guys. They, a lot of the guys are undrafted, except for Duncan Robinson. He's being a little paid a little too much. But the Heat, it's going to be an exciting offseason for them. But I'm, I'm looking a little too far
0: forward because – We have a lot of basketball to be played. How, like, if you were to put a percentage on it, what do you think the chances? First, the Celtics force a game seven, and then they come out. Is Boston winning? Yeah. Right
1: now, just because there's three games left in Miami with the way they've played, I'm going to give Boston a 12% chance. I'm I'm not 100% counting them out. Just because game six, I think it's going to be crazy. And Miami's won more games in Boston than they have at home. I mean, so, the are against them, so I don't blame you. I mean, it's never happened yeah. before. Mm-mm. That's oh. that's why. Nobody's ever come back from 3-0. But at the same time, Adam Silver might rig it for the big market team. Who knows? Whatever.
0: I don't know. If I had to put put it on, it, I think tomorrow is going to show me a lot. If they mm-hmm. have the same fight they had in the second half last night, but the entire game. And they come out on top by not just a few points, but a big margin. i will be like, okay, they can they can replicate this like they did in Game Four and Game Five. They can replicate replicate this in Game Six, mm-hmm. Game Seven. I that who knows? But for Game tomorrow night, if they can do what they did last night, just with the same energy, I think they can force a Game Seven. I'm not even yeah in Game Seven because Jimmy Butler might drop fifty and Tatum might not show up, or they both. Mo- mo- both might drop 50 but this year jimmy butler will actually hit the game winning shot unlike unlike last year in the eastern conference final so
1: yeah like game seven i can 100 percent see the heat winning only because they catch fire in boston for some reason they know how to hold out with tyler hero back potentially um i just think i think it's the heats year man i think it is not to win at all but i think they'll run it back in the finals um I just think Boston or Miami.
0: I think I have the Nuggets winning the finals this year. I think oh, it's Jokic's time. I'm 100% in. I think even if the Celtics make it, I'm going to pick the Celtics. But in, I'm going to pick the Celtics. So if we get to that point and it's Celtics Nuggets in the finals, I'm going to pick the Celtics because what else am mm. I going to do? But realistically, I think the Nuggets win that in six or seven. Exactly. the Nuggets have been insane. They're just better coached. I just think that Jokic and Murray are just going to dominate over Tatum and Brown.
1: Yeah, because no matter what, one of those two is going to go nuclear. One of those two is going to be fantastic. But then they have all those role players. Contavius Caldwell-Pope in game three was fantastic. Michael Porter Jr. has been great the entire series. Um, Aaron Gordon was a perennial all-star this season. So they just have the pieces. Jokic is phenomenal. Jamal Murray is a playoff menace. I just think it's their year. Jokic
0: is going to get his ring. Denver is going to get their ring. Now, if the Heat make it, I think Denver wins in five. But if the Celtics make it, I think Denver wins in seven. I wouldn't. I I don't know about five. Just because the Heat, you know, they beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks pretty bad. They beat the Giannis, Knicks. Yeah, but Giannis was out for two of those games. And if the Heat are making it to the finals and you have all these role players, Denver's a real team. They're going to soccer mm-hmm. punch. Game. Like they're a real team. They're not going to play around. They're not like the Celtics. I mean, yeah, to their food. Saw have two stars and they play around. Denver has two stars and they don't play around. I mean, yeah, Denver's oh, they just did system.
1: The you saw they just did. Yeah.
0: The
1: I mean, Denver's system is like smooth flowing basketball, hit shots, go back on defense. Miami's system is the power of friendship. So, uh, it's it's really oh. one versus the other. Um, it, it's going to be entertaining nonetheless. I think Tyler Hero is going to be a huge contributor if they do beat Boston. Um, no matter what, because I think Tyler Hero out of either team is the best bench player. Um and I think I really like Miami's depth. Uh with the guy with the way those undrafted guys have been performing, their depth, especially at guard and forward, is phenomenal. Um, but the the top heavy Denver Nuggets with their depth, that's
0: that's tough to beat for anybody, really. As of eleven hours ago, Tyler Hero could return for the NBA Finals. So I don't think he'll be back for could. a could series. It's a could for the NBA Finals. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, he just returned. So he was just cleared to practice. Ooh, but like he was man. just cleared to practice. You know he, you know, what I mean? So like before that, he wasn't dribbling a basketball. So I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to return for the Celtics series. Would helps us. But if they make it to the finals, which, again, the odds are in their favor, I mean, that's obviously a piece you need if you have a chance at all. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I'm just imagining what this Heat team would be like right now if they had both Hero and Victor Oladipo. Like, imagine, I think it would have been a sweep if they
0: had those two. See, do you see this? is where, See, sometimes, as we know, players play above their level, like a Gabe Vincent, like a Caleb Barn, because there's a lot of people out, mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson. So, Duncan Robinson would have been sitting on these bench, the event, the bench, the entire playoff. So, basically, yeah. it would have been the same exact series as last year, minus Ime Odoka, which I think was a huge factor of why this is so challenging for us right now. Mm-hmm. But still, you don't think it would have been a little bit? I don't know because I feel like guys are stepping up on the heat because they know they have to. I think just because
1: I I think Tyler Hero is a big one because of the fact that he's matured so much and there's a reason he won Sixth Man of the Year. He's matured a lot and I I I think it, it would have been would have been different. And Victor Oladipo obviously wasn't there last year. Um, at least I don't think he was because he's injured all the time. But, um. I think it would have been different. I mean, Duncan Robinson has always been a great player for former two. Uh, we saw it in the bubble. That man was hitting just about everything in the books. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely hard to tell. But that I don't even know. Tyler Hero, he's going to be a big piece nonetheless for Miami. And, like, I don't even know if he'll be the same
0: player coming off of this injury, especially being rushed back so quick. I mean, I don't know. He broke his hand slash wrist, so mm-hmm. I just more like you gotta like it's gonna be like stiff. You, I mean, you broke your wrist. <laughs> you yeah,
1: talking? I mean, it was it was hard to shoot for a while. Yeah,
0: like my my jumper is not one hundred percent recovered yet. I mean, obviously he's an NBA player, so I feel like it's just like riding a bike for him. But still, it's like stiff, and you gotta like kind of work on it again. So yeah, there's there's a lot of, I mean, he, it's good that he's surrounded by the best
1: uh, trainers and doctors in the country, unlike me. Like I had to go to a lame doctor in Alabama, but he's got the best of the best surrounding him. Uh and we've seen players recover from worse. Like Kevin Durant, uh, torn Achilles came back as one of the best players in the world still. So uh Tyler Hero, who knows?
0: Even though he's so young, who knows? Now the Celtics, they're trying to follow in the footsteps, I'm sure you've heard, of the 2004 yeah. Red Sox who came back from a 3-0 deficit in the ALCS. So it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Of the MLB. They came back from a 3 0 deficit in 2004 against the New York Yankees, one in seven games to head to the World Series, where they ultimately won the World Series, I believe. Yep. So they did. They asked Jalen Brown and Jason Taylor, they asked everyone about that before last night's game. And Jalen Brown was like, don't let us win one, because that's what the Red mm-hmm. Sox said back in 04. I hated that response. And I actually said, lol, you're one to talk. We're down 3 0. But they won last night. So I don't know. they're looking to follow in the foot if they do this, this will be like in utterly, I don't know, man. I'm flipping out, but i I'm flipping I don't know. I don't think that, I, don't yeah. know. I don't think it's gonna happen because I don't want to like be too hype about hype for myself. But I also do think it could happen,
1: yeah, hundred percent. It would be the first time in NBA history, first time we'd we've ever really seen this. so for uh, for two Boston teams, especially, like, for a, a Boston fan like you, I could see 100% the reason why you'd be flipping out. So, uh, it would just be historic, no, no matter what way you look at it.
0: Now, if, but the thing is, like, we have to crawl our back. We have to crawl back from the death. Like, I don't even know if we'd be, like, have the energy for the finals. Uh, that's true. We went to seven uh, games last year against Miami, and we went to the finals. We mm-hmm. lost. But still, this is, like, a different type of seven games. Like, this is a seven games with each game. From Game Four being, oh, we could it could it could be over. Yeah, uh, especially against a team like Denver,
1: who is extremely fast-paced. You're guarding a guy like Michael Porter Jr., who's running around all over the place. He's gonna shoot the ball right over you, and then you have to guard Jokic, who can do anything at any point. You're guarding Jamal Murray, who's moving around all over the place. So, uh, like, cause there, no matter what, if you guys do win, it's going seven games. So you guys are gonna be gassed, and then you got to play in the high elevation of Denver. That they're so used to. And Denver is the was the best uh home team in the in the Western Conference. Uh they were great away as well. So it, it's gonna be extremely tough. I I think with how everything is stacking up, it's Denver's year.
0: Yeah, I mean, luckily Celtics would have home court advantage, so it'll all be three games in uh mm-hmm. three, right? Three yeah in Denver. So I don't know. You have any more questions on the Celtics for me? Not off the top of my head, no. And I think uh the Kings have the best record in the West. Don't count yourself short. We had the best um
1: away. Away? Yeah, we were the best away team. Because we were comparing the uh the Golden right. State yeah, and yeah, Sacramento yeah. series. We were the best away team. Right. Denver was best
0: at home. That's right. That's all I got for today, man. Mm-hmm. I hope that when we do come back, Celtics are either this is either whatever it is. It's either uh, Cause I don't know what the schedule is. It's either three yeah. two three three or we won, or we lost. Or well, yeah, I not Or we lost, right? Or yeah, we lost. yeah. So no matter what, next week's going to be an
1: entertaining moment because Nick will be back too. So there's more insight there. But uh, that's all we have for you guys this week. I want to say thank you all for tuning in to WBUA ninety point seven FM and the Full Court Press Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at FCP Podcast underscore UA and on TikTok at FCP underscore Podcast. We'll see y'all next podcast. Peace.
0: WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa.